love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 37 of Banter Buddies. Cuckoo Kangaroos Podcast. It's the only podcast we have for now. And uh, every single week. Week, uh, we are joined, of course, by the other member of Cuckoo Kangaroo. We're thinking about adding a third, but maybe we'll talk about that another day. Brian, welcome to the show, Brian. It's me, Brian. Should you think we-, we could ever have a third member in the band? Well, people always like uh, people always say, "Hey, my husband's six four, and he's never <laughs> listened to your music before, but he could be the third member in your band." And it's like dance trio doesn't sound as good as a dance duo. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's that's really the only reason it can't happen. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, the height the height comes in pretty quick as far as what you need. And and that is um a good point because there's not a lot of skill happening, so it's really just like what do you look like? Um, you know, the, is sort of the defining uh feature there, I think, for for a third member potentially. If we're going to do a third, I want to do like the farthest from us possible. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. That, that's probably yeah. like a trained hawk. Oh yeah, non-human. Yeah, speaking of today's topic, yeah, we're gonna go non-human with it. I think that's right. Yeah, because you and I, like, you know, relatively speaking, we're we're pretty. We kind of, you know, some people even think that we are related, but you know, we're both from the same part part of the you know country, <laughs> both from the same metro area, both about the same height. And, uh, you know, it would be nice to have, yeah, a non-human or someone who's extremely short in the band. You know, we're kind of tall. So what if we had like a three foot person um, in the band, something like that? So you're right. I'm going to pitch a, I'm going to pitch a different a different thing about I mean, this is like me thinking more about the trained hawk. I'm yes. like, because there's this uh, EDM band, there's this dance band called Galantis. I've played them for oh, yeah. before. Yeah, I've heard of that. But in one of their songs, they have like this like eagles eagle sample, <laughs> like where it goes like, like yeah. but a real eagle. A screech. Sounds really awesome. But what if in all of our songs, it like started and ended with the hawk just going like a, Rah! you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like then, a, then the it's hawk's like, a, like on staged, on stage on like a gold pole, uh-huh. and like could fly around the venue, and then just just like there's a mic around there. And like we just point at the hawk, and it makes it goes like at the start every song. Yeah, it's like how you know like which producer made your favorite hip hop track because like they'll put their little like ID like uh, Mike you know, we made it. Yeah, yeah, like their little like watermark into the song sort of, and ours is going to be yeah the hawk screeching. Um, What's Metro Boomin? What's Metro Boomin's? Uh... Uh, it's if young Metro don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, there's lots of those. There's um, I'm trying to think like even like someone like DJ Khaled, you know, like he has his like catchphrases or you know that's a little different. Um, yeah, you said the Mike Will one. You know, there's uh, Hit Boy has one. He goes just like Hit Boy in the in the song. So <laughs> you know what we're talking about. Or just Jason Derulo. You know, yeah, so. exactly. It's just about announcing yourself and uh, the third member of our band, uh, the Hawk, is going. To uh, is going to do the same. It just makes a lot of sense. It's a no-brainer. 
No brainer. Well, get I'm, glad a you, hawk. I'm glad you took it to animals, Brian, because that is exactly what uh, we're talking about today. That's today? That's today? That's the today. animal one? Yeah, it's the animal show. It's the pet show. We're talking pets. We want to know about, uh, you know, just kind of expanding the idea of, um, you know, what, what, what the pet world, really. You know, we have, uh, we got your standards, you know, obviously dogs and cats and, you know, birds and small rodents potentially. But, you know, and that's great. And some people, I think, maybe answered with those things because, um, you know, it doesn't have to be something wild. It doesn't have to be uh, something that's not a traditional pet. That's fine. But some people, I think, are going to take it that way. So I think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting show, um, you know, as far as it pertains to living with a wild animal, you know. So that's where we're going today. And I think we've talked a little bit about dogs and cats and, and, and some of our pet experiences so that's not really what this is about it's not really like what you know it's not really talking about you know brian about your your big rabbit that you used to have or you know my uh dog josie or something no we're talking about you know something that is 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 uh it is is a fantasy it is a dream it is not real but we wish it was real i wish I wish we wish. What do you wish, Brian? That you had, um, you know, for for any sort of animal. You're really into the animal world these days. You are a uh, card carrying member of the Minnesota Zoo. Uh, you and your family hit the you know hit the zoos in the area, loving the animals. So I feel like this is this is probably something you know your kids have asked you about, or you've had these discussions. Um, so wh- where are you at with this right now? You know, if you could have any animal as a pet, what would you choose? Well, we have asked Gus a couple times. I told him to call in. He said, I don't have a phone, Dad. And then I said, that's a good point. And then I just didn't make him call in. But first he said five hamsters. <laughs> then he said a wolf. Oh, yeah. Then he went to something. I don't remember. He did something like mytho- mythological. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this morning he said five goldfish. Oh. I was like, okay. where's the five? He has a number like every week that he just like says. Like sometimes it's like everything's like. I want to go to bed in 60 minutes or I'm going to have 60 tacos like and sometimes it's 5 and but mine it's it's a uh, it's difficult thing it's difficult thing you know I'm a I'm an animal lover but I like animals out in the wild you know what I mean and I always yeah. feel weird about I feel weird about pets in general like not not like people just have like the like a dog or a cat they take care of it not too big but I it's the like I have a weird thing with like the animals that get treated. Like, I think it's Fancy Feast commercials that really set me over the edge. That's what it is. Just yeah. took me took me to a level. But um, I think it's gonna be a duck. I think it's gonna be a duck chilling in the back <laughs> pond. I don't want it to be an inside duck. Uh-huh. I just want it to be my friend hanging out. A duck, and or I have seen um, this guy on TikTok that has like a he like has a cow that he. Like rescued, he doesn't have a whole sanctuary. He just has a single cow. That's it, like a big cow. And he has a huge. He has like a hundred acres, and he has one cow. And they're like pals, actually. And uh, I think those should be good. But if I need to go, I need to go probably like bigger, badder, more rogue, right? No, I mean you can go any way you want with this, Brian. You know that's the thing is like. Pets, all it's a good point you brought this up too, because I wasn't even thinking in this direction of like 
pets can uh, be animals that just live outside at your house too. You know what I mean? So like, I like the idea of like a pet, or you know, it's almost like if you just have, if you live on a farm and you just have like lots of cats that just roam around. It's like, you know, they they kind of do their own thing. They're not like in the house. You maybe you know give them a big bowl of food every day or something like that. So they're a pet, but they do they live outside. They're like halfway wild, halfway domesticated or something like that. So you have them you know, for kinship, right? You have them yeah. for like they're your bud, they're whatever. Okay. They don't have to sleep right. in your bed also. They can, you know, do their own thing. Yeah. It's fine. All right. I have picked. I have picked. I did say this earlier in the pod, but I have now chosen. <laughs> no, I think it's different. Okay. The coolest animal that's like wild, that is like a pet in the animated Disney Mulan movie. Okay. Mm, mm. The bad guys, the Huns. I think uh-huh. they're Huns, right? The Huns. That's right. Yeah, I think it's the There's the little tiny weaselly, like skinny guy that has the peregrine, the like falcon. Oh. That goes off and like looks for them. So it's not. It's like just a trained falcon, and like then like talks to the guy, goes like whatever back. <laughs> that would be so cool, just to roll around with like a falcon on your shoulder, and then you just say like, "Hey, go check out what's around that mountain," and it goes and comes back and like tells you. That'd be awesome. That's yeah, what I'm picking. I'm picking, I'm picking Falcon. It's extremely functional right there. Yeah, it's like a nowadays it's like having like a drone device or something like that. You know, it's like we have yeah, computers that can sort of do that, but this is the wild animal version of that. Yeah, you need to get a view. You need to go see how long the line is at the donut place down the street. Go check it out, Hawk or Falcon or whatever it is. You know, like that they can get up there they can come on back you know they just land on your shoulder you know it's 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 also just a cool look to have like a bird like a loyal bird you know sort of just like chilling on your shoulder i get that you know so so let me fully admit that i didn't actually think about my answer until you just asked me and our garage bands were rolling <laughs> it's we a it's a it's a conversational podcast brian there's not a lot of research being done here <laughs> we're just chatting what you got neil chatting. well what are you thinking I like you. Um, Any animal you know, is a pet. I'm not totally sure about this. I'm kind of going to work it out on the, on the spot. But you know, I, I immediately went to the to the uh, you know sort of monkey world. Um, you know the the chimpanzee, the you know the apes. Um, I, I immediately went there. And that, now I don't want a big old gorilla in my house. You know, what I mean, our friend MC Lars has. Uh, Giving us a hypothetical of what if a gorilla just burst into your house? Like, what would you do? And it's a very scary. He does that multiple times. It's a very scary thought, you know? So I don't want any of that, you know? I I would like a very small monkey, you know what I mean? Um, And maybe, Brian, you can help me out with some of the, you know, some of the classifications on here. But I'm thinking something, you know, I don't know if a lemur, I think a lemur is in its own sort of world. It's not, it's not a monkey per se. So I'm thinking, but I'm thinking like that size, you know what I mean? Like something, I'm not even. I'm not even thinking of uh, you know like a you know a baboon that's too big. You're thinking you like know. a gibbon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm they have very long arms and legs. That's right. Yes, exactly. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and they got the long tail and they'd be swinging around. Uh, maybe um, you know, kind of a boo in uh, in Aladdin is is maybe kind of a a parallel here if we're talking sort of fictional or kind of like you know what the what this pet would. We just want know. Disney animated pets. That's right. They show they show us the way of like. What if these animals were like sentient and could like speak to us and like we could communicate in a deeper way and they were like our our assistant essentially? We want these pets to be more assistant like to us is what we're finding out today. 
Um, so yeah, I think it'd be fun just in the same kind of way as a, as a falcon on your shoulder. I think it'd be fun to have like a little monkey, you know, just like hangs out with you in your office or, you know, goes to target with you. Um, you know, or at least it stays in the car. Maybe I don't know if they let, let, let pet monkeys in the store. Um, you know, and I just think it'd be, I, I like watching monkeys at all times. I'm fascinated with their, their movements and their ability to, you know, climb so quickly and just have a totally different kind of like athletic structure. I know obviously they're kind of close to humans as, as far as animals go, but yeah, the proportions, like you were saying, of the long arms and just like the swinging ability and the ability to like hang from their tail or like grip stuff and uh, just a jump, just like jump and leap and grab onto another branch and stuff. So I like just watching monkeys in general. So I think that would be really fun from a functional thing and just from like a fun companionship kind of way. So I'm going small monkey, uh, gibbon, something like that. Um, just for some, uh, some some entertainment purposes, and I feel like we could uh, we could we could form a bond together. So that's that's the direction I'm going with this answer. What do you think about that, Brian? I think that's great, and I think you're the type. Also, it has to like kind of match your personality, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like you're just kind of that sit back and like you know let let the gibbon or the ape or the monkey kind of like run the show and do the thing and you wouldn't even like have to like you weren't you're not like milking it for like circus purposes like no y- you would go like move somewhere where you know the monkey could like have a tree and stuff like that and you just kind of sit back and do the thing you know plus the monkey can um like pick lice out of my head like you know what i mean like it can you, you have can, a lot of lice yeah i got a lice problem and the monkey can <laughs> help me out you know grooming you know grooming buddy that's that's what i'm looking for in my pet yeah, you just need somebody that can help you. Yeah, so so much assistance. Well, there we go. We got uh, we got bird stuff. One, two. We got monkey stuff, and um, that's where we stand on this. But uh, let's jump into the cuckoo voicemail, Brian. We got a number of callers. We got so many callers. We put them all in here. Um, so, Neil, why didn't I, somebody's going to say turtle, and I'm going to say oh. But I've, I like turtles out in the wild. I like to watch them, like go canoe around and turtle. I wouldn't want like a, I wouldn't want something big aquatic. All right, all right, go, go, go. go. <laughs> no big aquatic for Brian. All right, let's jump in here and see who we got. First caller. Hi, I'm Hayden from Washington. And if I could have any pet, I would have a pet owl because I've always been interested in birds and owls always stay up at night like me. And if I did have an owl, I would name it Norman. Thank you. Yo, Hayden. Okay. Yo, we forgot so, about names, Neil. Forgot about names. Oh, uh, well, that's that wasn't part of the question. Hayden's going above and beyond here. You I know, know I mean? but that's so. why Hayden just had it. <laughs> oh, and owl. Owls are so cool. You know why owls are so awesome? Because they you you would perceive with your eyes that they would weigh like a lot of pounds. They would like yeah. be very heavy. They but seem they're dense. the absolute opposite. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. They have, like, light bones. I guess all birds have to have, like, light bones and stuff, right? Totally. Like very, very delicate to be able to get up the in the sky. The coolest thing at the Minnesota Zoo, um, they haven't brought back their bird show yet, which is the one of the coolest things, but this giant, just giant owl, that great horned owl they have that you'd be like, that owl weighs 35 pounds, but then you're like, that couldn't fly. They're like, this owl almost weighs five pounds, and you're like, <laughs> I love this. We're gonna get all the the animal knowledge, all every single call here. It's fantastic. Uh, owls, yes, that's very cool. I mean, you know, people have birds. You can get like a you can get like a tropical bird. You know, you can have like a like a parakeet or like a 
you know, macaw or some parrots or whatever in your house. That's that's a thing people do. But owls, that's, um, you know, I, I don't really know why not. I mean, I guess the fact that maybe they're just, uh, you know, they're again, they're I guess it works for Hayden because, you know, he's a night night owl here, as you say. I am, too. That's what I say. Um, but maybe they're just like sleeping all day. You know, maybe they just don't like to. They're just not good pets for that reason or something like that. Or maybe they're just. Or just make, you know, people have never found a way to make a make an owl be your be your buddy. So, you I just appreciate why. owls on the outside, but then Hayden mm-hmm. has to be like has to be a night owl. <laughs> hey, we um, has to be a night owl just to appreciate and to like have that buddy. Otherwise, you know, it's just like you guys are working first and third shift, and you're just high fiving out on the on the way in and out. I had hermit crabs growing up, oh, yeah. and. I never really saw them. I would just hear them <laughs> at night, like crawl around in the gravel and switch shells. Yeah, you you perceive them in a different way. Now, I think owls have probably been very, you know, boosted by the the Harry Potter franchise. Would you say that's that's probably correct, Brian? Yeah, totally. Especially snowy owls, like. Like they right? that put Isn't owls that... on the map. Like what else? I can't think of many other things where it's like, oh, this made owls really popular. And now it's but Harry Potter. It's like, oh yeah, that, I guess you're right. That specific kind of owl. But Harry Potter has tons of owls. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's the yeah owls. The Harry Potter franchise, just in general, anything in there, sticks used as wands, brooms, you know, all that kind of stuff. Magical hats, like it's taken yeah. to the next level. But you're right, owl appreciation. Is a big one. What is the what's the name of the what's Harry's owl's name? Is it Hedwig? Hedwig. Hedwig. I was thinking. I was trying to be like, what was it? Hedwig and, and Hayden's is gonna be called Norman. So there you go. I wonder how many other people will uh will name their pet. That's a good idea. I hope all um, it's good it's good to have that in mind as well. Um well Hayden, thanks for the call. I hope you get your owl and uh send us pictures of uh of Howard. Uh, Norman, sorry, Norman, not Howard. Norman. Norman Howard is owl. Howard is a great owl name too. <laughs> Howard is uh, the duck. Howard is the name of your duck, Brian. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks, Hayden. On onward to the next call. Hi, Brian and Neil. My name is Samantha. I'm from Gloucester, New Jersey. I'm a mom, a pre-K teacher, and a part-time pet groomer. So I feel like I started listening to the, the pod on the perfect peak. Before I answer the question, though, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to you guys for a great show in Philadelphia. It was our first time at one of your shows, and it was the best way to kick off our spring break. Like We had an amazing time. Your infectious positivity is something every single one of us needs right now, and you're doing the best work. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. And a special shout-out to Brian for signing our poster. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, pets. If I could go – like, I could go on and on about pets forever – um, but if I could have any pet, I think I would choose an elephant, but since we're talking fantastically, I'm going to say I want to have, like, any pet that I could actually use to maintain my yard. Like, I'd have a giraffe to prune the trees, I'd have, like, a goat to maintain the grass, I'd have fish to clean the ponds and feed the animals, like, anything that could have function, since I already have so many pets already, I would love to just have everyone. <laughs> have all of them. Why not? Anyway, thank you guys again for a great show. Thank you for everything that you do. I adore you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, Samantha. Thanks for the kind words. Oh, my gosh. So many thank yous in there. You're very welcome. 
Samantha. We like playing shows. Thanks, Thanks for coming, for coming out to Philly. Part-time pet groomer, Neil. Oh, oh I love it. When you it. take Josie to get a haircut, mm-hmm. is it um, you're uh, you're having a lot of faith in that groomer, right? Yeah, you got to just, um, just got to say, hey, you're the pro. Go for it. But Josie, yeah, oh, I think only some dogs really get a haircut. You know, Josie, thankfully, she's just... Uh, Pretty low maintenance in that kind of way, you know. She doesn't really have the fur for it. She just sheds it all. So, oh, she doesn't need haircuts. No haircuts. So oh. she's never had one. So she just gets baths. You know, that's really the grooming part of it. So, yeah, what kind I'm of sure dogs need haircuts? The... Like, the, does your mom's dog Maverick need haircuts? Um, I think sometimes it's a matter of like, uh, you know, not just like, oh, you could get a haircut, but that's just more of a style. You don't need one. Uh, and then other dogs, I think like, yeah, their fur is like really heavy and in the summer it can get really like hot and stuff. I think it's more of a style thing, but I think other dogs too, it's like, oh, it cools them down. Uh, if they got too much of it, but yeah, I'm not even sure what kind of dogs need that, but my amount of pet groomer knowledge comes from watching, um, the new uh, new season of uh, Queer Eye on Netflix when they like remodel <laughs> somebody's like uh, pet groomer, like they turn an RV oh, yeah. into a pet groomer thing, and just to see like how much skill goes. In. I already knew there was skill, but then to like on top of it, like you have to like connect with a dog very quickly to like calm them to to Heck groom yeah. them. It's nuts. Anyways, it's a lot. You got like yeah. pets. Yeah, it's, how it's, many pets do you think Samantha has? Wow, um, probably eleven. I would say, you know, eleven. I'd say, yeah. I was gonna say, of like three say. different categories. Probably like dog, cat, and something else. Maybe bird. I don't know. No, no bird. No bird. I don't think. I don't think anything avian. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Samantha. Maybe a rat. A rat. Yeah, some some rodent. Um, Samantha's going off of kind of what, we're, what we were getting at, Brian, of just like the functionality of animals helping you out, assistant animals in the house or outside the house. She's talking about, yeah, basically, you know, tending to the yard with the <laughs> with the pets, you know, cutting the grass and doing all that. It makes a lot of sense, man. Have those have those animals work for you, you know? A goat a goat would be incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always thought about, you know, the also another Disney movie, The Big Green. <laughs> yes. But that's cows that they're like trying to mow the yard for practice, and then the lawnmower like gets away from it, and it breaks down the fence, and then all the cows come out. And um, and then Larry the goalie steps in the cow pie. I was thinking that's a goat. That's a cow. All right, cow sorry, pie. too much. I'm gonna watch that movie tonight. Uh, feel that good, so good. That movie's so feel good. good. Family sports movies. Brian's favorite genre. That's my favorite genre. That's my that's favorite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, functionality. This is what's up. Wait, did she say she had, like wanted an elephant? Yeah, elephant was her number one. But then she yeah. kind of rethought it and tried to get more practical about it. Yeah, but elephants are awesome. I've read a lot of different books about elephants, like in the wild, elephants that are at like elephant sanctuaries. Um, elephant would be a good one. And they can do so much, and they're super smart, you know? And they become friends with other pets very easily, like dogs and other like uh, domesticated animals. So I don't know. I think you should stick with your first choice of elephant if you got the property. Yeah, and you could you could ride you could ride down the street with the elephant too, you know. So it could work for you as well. You know, it doesn't have to just be something that's chilling. You could ride that elephant. So think of it that way. It's transportation. Yeah, and if you like live by a lake or something like that, they're always swimming, throwing water Ooh. at you. They could bathe you. You know, they could spray you down. Yeah, the water the lawn. I like it. I like it. I like Good the ideas. idea of yeah, just like 
Yeah, the fish, the fish purely to to mm. clean out your pond. That's yeah, nice. pond fish. Am I ranting? I'm getting too ranty on this some, one. Some Is this podcast fish. for ranting? Is that what we can do here? We're just it's gonna be it's just gonna be the typical two hour, three hour show we do, you know, every <laughs> other week. It's fine. But yeah, we got a lot of callers, so we'll keep it moving. Thanks for calling Samantha. Hi, my name is Abby and I'm from Island. I'm actually going to your Boston show and if I could have a pet, my pet would be a dog because I like dogs. Even though I don't have one and have never had one, I still have dog training things because I get to train someone else's dog. Bye. All right. Happy with the long bye. Long Island. Going to Boston shows? Is that what I heard? Well, yeah, I think she might have said she was from Rhode Island. I feel like that oh. makes a little more sense as far yeah, as the yeah. Boston the Boston thing goes, Abby. Yeah, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, right underneath Massachusetts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I hope you had a good time at the Boston show. We had a good time at the Boston show. That yeah. was great. Okay, but I didn't catch the pet. What was that pet? I have she a dog. She just wants a dog. She just wants to keep it. She's keeping it uh, classic, Brian. She's never had a dog, but Abby likes dogs, so she wants a dog. Keeping it, keeping a dog, mm-hmm. keeping a dog. Neil, I think it's a great idea for people to get a dog, and I'm saying that because every other week I whiplash back and forth whether like, <laughs> should we get a dog? Should we not get a dog? <laughs> oh, it's super cold out. Look at all those people walking their dog and picking up poop. But I got kids and I'm changing their diaper and wiping butts. Should I get a dog? Should I not get a dog? Should I? That's going to be a song. Yes, the question, the number one question in life. Um, but yeah, Abby, she's, she, I think she was talking about training a dog. I don't know if she said if she has helped train a dog or if she wants to, but, um, I think that was the end she was saying there at the end is that, uh, that, that, that sounds appealing to her of like training a dog, teaching him how to sit, teaching, teaching tricks, maybe something like that. That is a fun part of getting a dog it can be frustrating because obviously at first they're not very well trained and they might do some bad things you don't want them to do, but it is nice, you know, over time they get to be a Neil, bit what does better. that mean? It can be fun and frustrating to like train a dog. I know nothing. Walk me well, through. it's fun because, you know, they're they're very usually they're puppies and they're like all cute and they're like they don't know what's going on, but I'm just saying it's fun in sort of a rewarding way where you put in that time, you keep on it, you know, you keep the you keep doing the, the right training with the treats and all the stuff and over time it's like, oh, yeah, suddenly a couple months later, they're a much better, much more well-behaved pet. And then you're like, all right, we did that together, you know, or like you're you're growing or whatever, you know. So it's it's just simple like that. You know, I think it's it's good. It's, it's uh, you know, just like raising kids, right? You see them grow up and you're like, all right, there you go. You learned how to pee in the in the in the toilet. Yeah, it's an ebb and flow. <laughs> That kind of thing. So, uh, see, so yeah, I think uh, I think Abby's into that part of it. That's cool that you want a dog. I'm sure you get a dog someday, Abby. You know, sometimes uh, you know someone might be allergic. Sometimes you don't have enough space in your house for the kind of dog um, or whatever it might be. But uh, you know what? I think eventually you will have a dog in your life out there in Rhode Island. Neil, this this uh, past month um, at night, I've been reading uh, Arthur. Has a pet business oh. to Gus the book about Arthur, and I'm gonna say it's it's um 
it's a dumb book. I'm going to use the D word. <laughs> I love Arthur a lot. But here's what Arthur has to struggle through, and I, I think about this as a kid. Arthur wants a dog. And so talks to DW about, like, should I bring it up to mom and dad? And DW's like, yeah, you totally should. And because DW is always kind of trying to, like, push Arthur to, like, do stuff that he shouldn't, but it always ends up in the long run. So he talks to his parents. His parents then discuss it, and they come back to him and say, yes, you can get a dog, but you need to prove to us that you can be responsible. Like, it's so, like, abstract. Like, you're telling a 10-year-old kid, like, how to prove to your, like, subjectiveness about how to be responsible. They don't give him guidelines, and then he has to go back to the drawing table of DW, and they're like, let's open up a pet business. And then she's like, yeah, that's great, because then you can pay me back the $7 you owe. <laughs> and then their house for, like, two weeks turns into this, like, hotel of, like, different kind of animals around town like like that they're, like, training and taking care of. And finally, one of the dogs on the middle of the living room has like her puppy babies, which is would be like an insane cleanup job, right? And then they're like, you know what? You've done enough, Arthur. You get to keep one of those dogs. And it's like, what What if Arthur just had to like rake the yard one time? He didn't know what he had to do for responsibility. All right, that was long. But I think parents should, Arthur's parents should have told them what they needed him to do to show them accountability and responsibility. Don't you think? Some more, gu- some more guidelines out here for the art. Poor Arthur. Arthur. Don't say yes and hang him out to dry. <sighs> so true. All right. All right. Avoid that book, Brian. That is not Brian's recommendation for today. He's just, he's he's doing the opposite. Reci- throw that book in the recycling. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, Abby. Hi, I'm Chloe. I'm from Seattle, Washington. And if I could choose any pet in the world, it would probably be a capybara. Capybara? Capybara? I don't know how to say it, but I would choose it because I think they're so cute, and I don't know, it's just so calm and easy to take care of. I just, I love capybaras, and that's it. <laughs> All right, cap capybara, cap capybara. Nobody knows how to say it. Do you know how to say it, Brian? You go to the zoo all the time. Do you see them? They don't have them there, but I see them all the time on um, animal shows because they're always either getting eaten by a crocodile or a <laughs> leopard. They just, but they are really cute. Hold on, I'm gonna. I pulled up the pronunciation here. We're going to press play on Google Translate. Oh, I can't hear it. Capybara. 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 Capa in the house. Yeah, Capa is um is uh, just Google it's the largest living rodent in the world. They're native to South America. They got yeah. cute little um they got cute little noses. You know, it looks um, like a guinea pig that has like taller legs. You know, it looks yes, like a that, big, yes. a big guinea pig, but it has like legs, kind of like that, because like a guinea pig just almost has like feet underneath its body, and it kind of is kind of squat like that. But the the capybara has, you know, almost like dog like legs, or you know, sort of taller, taller legs that that stand him up a little bit. You know, uh, my brother's new girlfriend uh, came. I met her at Easter. And uh, mm-hmm. she lived in South America for a long, long time, and she told us that she went to like a bush animal restaurant and she ate one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> the delicacy, yes. <laughs> and I yes. was like, 
And I don't even know. I don't even know why we're talking about this, but it just came to my mind. But because uh, we're talking about the capybara, you don't get many opportunities. It's a it's a it's a dang coincidence that we're, you're talking about this creature twice in the same week. Would you like to eat a guinea pig? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a cute one. I think that's a good pet because that's almost yeah. like, like I I think you know how you can have a pot belly pig and you can like train it to you know it can be potty trained and you can have it in your house and stuff like that. Have you seen that, Neil? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, the pig. This is like that for sure. I feel like this is like that. They're like that size. Yeah, I think that size is right. Cause yeah, it's hard when you just like search it because it's like you can't tell how big it is unless you see it in like a photo with like other people. And yeah, these things are like the size of pigs, or like the size of yeah, like a medium sized dog. Like I think they're about the size of my dog Josie and stuff. But it's like a rodent. No, it's that's crazy. exactly the size they are. They're like yeah. Josie size. Yeah, like thirty pounds. Like and that helps pounds. everybody listening too, because they just you know <laughs> they, they know. see your dog all the time. Yeah, you know, it makes know. sense. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a really good answer. I feel like that's at, if nothing else, that's at least the most like fun um, name to say of all these animals that we'll talk about today. Cop, cop, capybara, right? We got capa. The got why, the, the why in the name messes it's people silent? up. It's silent though, capybara. Yeah, there's sense. no capy. Cappy, Cappy, Chloe, thanks for calling. Yeah, onward to next caller. Hi, my name is Lena, and I'm from Minnesota. Um, if I could have any animal as a pet, it would be axolotls because they're really, really, really cute. Bye. Wow, oh. I stand, we stand corrected, Brian. Right, right back to back, we have maybe another, maybe slightly more fun creature to say: the axolotl. Axolotl. A- I didn't Axolotl. know what this was, but I have seen them now that I googled it. Oh, is it? Did did Google actually get it right in the translation here? Yes, perfectly, like down to the spelling, correct. Now, wow. this is the closest thing I feel like as a real animal looks to a Pokemon. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, this is the this is the Pokemon. It is um, you know, well it is it's essentially like a salamander is what I would say this is. This is like a salamander looking kind of thing amphibious, you know, but yeah, it it definitely is the most Pokemon looking. A because it almost like when looking right at you, it's like adorable. It's it looks like, like, a, like a smiling. But now it, these are the the little tiny pink ones are cute. I feel like when they get bigger and they kind of like <laughs> They they look they go from cute to like the creepiest gnarliest ones as soon as they get a little bigger, like like most of us, right, Brian? Like most of us, we're cute as babies, and then we just go, oh, <laughs> well, wait a minute, oh, you're all man. like brown and, and misshapen now. <laughs> yeah, axolotls. Yeah, why baby did your head ax- cave in? Axolotls. Um, a x o l o t l. Great spelling too. The double consonant at the end. T l. Whoa. Thank that goodness is, uh... this isn't a five-letter wordle word. This would mess me up. <laughs> yeah, Google axolotl as you look at this, you guys. A Luna, Luna, this is a great. This is a great, great pet to have. It is actually illegal to have this pet. I'm looking at. So I'm wow. happy that you just want this fictionally. But uh, there's like, what other animal has an actual smile on its face like this? I know. This thing is a cutie. Oh, oh man. man. Well, I'm showing the neighborhood about this little axolotl. Is Ooh. it illegal because of how ugly it grows up to be? Is that why? <laughs> Neil, why don't is... use the U word, okay? <laughs> Everyone is special. That's why it's banned. Cute. 
It's too it's gross banned, of a creature. Because you're going to get it cute and it's going to grow up and you're going to say, ah, <laughs> you're what's let happening? It out. What let do you even out. name something like this besides a Pokemon style name? I know. I mean, I mean you'd look at this and you just want to, like, out of your mind, as people like Google Axolotl, did you spell it out? Yeah. Yeah. As you Google it, you're going to just say the words like Pika. Like, that's all you're going to say, like, when you look at it. It's just so cute. Yeah. I think, uh, I hope, you think Luna knows, like, what it evolves into, though, you know? In the, Maybe those are different species. Sure, sure. I just hope she understands that, uh, you know, th- but everyone has to learn that lesson. That's the thing about pets, too, is you get, like, this kind of quick circle of life, like, kind of thing happening where it's like, oh, things aren't always cute. They're not always. <laughs> Sometimes they change from being so cute all the time, so it's just it's just how it goes. You know, you can actually have an axolotl. I'm looking at this. Okay, you can get certain ones. You won't be arrested. You just can't take it from the wild. Okay, yeah, they're probably like protected or something like that. It's important. Yeah, they eat, eat the shrimp, axolotls. strips of beef or liver, earthworms, <laughs> bloodworms, and other frozen fish. Heck yeah. Love the frozen fish, and you just eat it. Well, okay. Well, now we got two really cool names back to back. We got them out of the way. Everyone can keep it standard now. The capybara and let's the go back axolotl. to giraffe. giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to hound. Um, thanks for the call, Luna. Hi, this is Gabriel from Minnesota. And if I could have any pet, I would have a manatee, because that means that I have a large body of water to play with my manatee in. And it would be a super cool giant pool. I don't know if they're freshwater or saltwater, so I'd have to figure that out. I thought about a blue whale, but I don't need a pool that big. So, and any other bigger animals, I'm worried that they're gonna either eat me or trample me. So, manatee it is. Okay, have a great one. Bye. Yes, Gabriel. Thank you for calling in, Brian. You're a, man- you're a manatee fan. Oh yeah, totally. You're, you're now a there fan, was you're a fanatee. I did have a friend in high school that was like man, like, like manatee rabid, like <laughs> like wearing a t-shirt. Like she was real. She was super. She was super into manatees, and probably still is to this day. You know, it's like mm-hmm. like I don't know if she got the manatee tat or not yet. That kind of level. Yeah. So, wow. wow. There is salt. And there, I I do know from um, being at the Epcot. What's the, what's the name of the Epcot place? Yeah, the Living Seas. Yeah, the Living Seas. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, that one uh, has two manatees that they kind of go out. I do know they're salt and freshwater. They can like transition. So that's pretty cool, Gabriel. That helps you know about your pool, you know. And um, they're I, okay. Gus asked. I think this week we talked about manatees, and he goes, he knows what a manatee is, but then I he said like. We we're talking about manatees, and he's like, "What's a manatee?" And I said, "It's like a sea cow." And then he goes, "Like, but what does that mean?" And I didn't have any other words to describe a manatee. I was like lost for words without a picture. How else would you describe a manatee? <laughs> yeah, I guess you 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 have to know certain other animals um, a little bit. I guess I would maybe say it's like a walrus. I guess is like the next other animal. Yeah, I feel like it's sort of like like it kind of has the same kind of like face. Is almost like a walrus in a way. Um, it looks like a gray peep, or like a very large seal, like a like a massive seal. I think a seals, seal is probably I think seals yeah. get really big. A giant harbor seal. But yeah, yeah it depends on what your frame of reference is. 
Now the man. Now, are you saying like a there's only one kind of manatee and they can either live in salt water or fresh water, or if, is it like fish where there's like certain ones are salt waters, certain ones are fresh waters? No, I I believe um, that they can they can uh, kind of like be they can flip flop like they can handle both. Nice, and go both ways with that. That's great. That's great to know. Um, yeah, we like a manatee. Florida has a lot of manatees. Um, another animal I think is pretty pretty protected. I think I don't know. I feel like they've had worse times in the past. I feel like they've been. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm I'm hoping that the manatee population has been, you know, rising rather than falling. You know, in the last twenty. Yeah, years sadly or they get hit by propellers a lot. So yeah, they're just like floating. They're just like chilling. So yeah, if you're ever at an aquarium, they might have a manatee. Or if yeah, you're down at Epcot. Uh, the Living Seas, they have manatees down there because right down there in Florida. So there you go. Maybe the big, uh, maybe the big uh, Atlanta Aquarium probably has manatees in there. But uh, in, in Minnesota Zoo, Brian, any any manatee action? Nope, no manatees. They do uh, have something. They have one left, but they have uh, monk seals, which are a Hawaiian monk seals. There's only oh, yeah. like two in a zoo, like in the world, basically. But I remember going to a manatee. A specific like manatee aquarium south of Tampa. One time, we went and just to see. I thought that the the way they pitched it was going to be like there's 200 manatees, and there were two. I was like, you built the oh. whole building, but that was cool. I learned a lot about manatees. So they probably breeded them uh, over time. That's good. Get some more manatees going. We have a song about manatees, and uh, you should listen to it. We'll link it in the show notes. We have Wait, a, what? We have... No, it's not out, Neil. We never we if never released we have it. Have a manatee? Oh yeah. Um, sometimes I forget which songs are on our album uh, "Critters" and which ones are not. So we've been we've been toying with a manatee song, really. All right, let's let's pitch this. We have a really cool manatee song that never got released. Yeah, it didn't should make the cut we for the Critters album? It's about hugging manatees, which I think is even better. I feel like that song just belongs on Critters because it's such like a little jingle like that, you know? Like it, yeah, it, it just is a is a good song. Don't get me wrong, but we've never really figured out the way to make it, you know, fit with the album that we're currently making or whatever, you know. So, TV we, show, Neil. TV show. Yeah, it'll be on. You'll, someday you will hear a song from us about manatees, and uh, save the manatees, y'all. But uh, you I even think, singing it right there, like then it's catchy enough. You know, we got to make it. You know. Oh, it's catchy. It's catchy. That's not the issue at all. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a good uh, get back to Gabriel's call. Good call and good good idea too to sort of p- tie in the pet that you want to like also a feature of your home that you might want to go with it. So and the pool. Yeah, we and should probably I should nice. probably start responding actually to the call that comes in. You know, ah, nah, nonsense. It's all good. All right, appreciate that one. All right, next callers they go together. I think uh, I think they're they're both from a place called Centerville, Ohio. So I feel like they are. They're related, so let's let's hear these two back to back. Hi, it's Kay from Centerville, Ohio. And if I could have any animal as a pet, I would want a skunk. Some people have them as pets; they're soft and fluffy, and apparently pretty smart. And I think that would be cool. Bye. My favorite pet is a hamster because how soft they are. Noah. Centerville, Ohio. There it is, Centerville, Ohio, representing. What's up, Kay? What's up, Noah? Oh, yeah, Centerville. I I hope it's centered right in the middle of uh, the the state, Brian. I'd be very, very disappointed if Centerville, Ohio, is is near any of the borders. I know. What if it's like northeast? 
I don't even want to look because I, I feel like I, I I might be let down. You know. I'm gonna look. So, I'm gonna look so, for you. Okay, so, skunk. Yeah. Like I've heard of a lot of pets. I haven't actually heard of people actually, like actually having a skunk as a pet. I know this is this is hardcore. This is someone who is taking. This is an extreme person. I feel like Kay is is someone who lives on the edge. Probably does like stunts. Maybe Kay is a stunt. Um, stunt <laughs> yeah, person. Kay definitely does stunts. Definitely. Yeah, because if you're the type of person who's like, oh yeah, give me that skunk in my house. Like you, you, uh, you have a very unique kind of uh, look on life. I feel like so. I like appreciate skydiving that. is not enough for Kay. That's right. Yep. Yep. You need the thrills to be more. So I, uh, I appreciate that. Not again. I, I don't think anyone else is going to choose a skunk. Uh, for this answer probably just like around the world like very few people would say that so shout out to uk for doing something a little different here okay neil i'm gonna interject here with uh uh locations something that you're not gonna like oh no centerville is very far west Ooh, wow columbus is like the dead center i'd feel Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and cincinnati is like lower you know like southwestern corner cleveland's getting up there you know towards erie like pennsylvania and um centerville is just north of cincinnati yeah okay well um you know we can we can but hey not everybody's perfect you know what i mean not yeah i just i just wish maybe the town could change their name if possible so we'll look into the paperwork for that to (laughs) to middle westernville yeah, yeah, more, more, uh, more specific. I like that. Um, all right, we got the skunk, and then Noah is all about the hamster, right? Um, so you know, hamsters. That's a that's a good. I think that's a really good like starter kit animal, right? Pet, whether it's like a fish or like a, a hamster. You gotta you gotta start small. You know, I think it would be hard to jump into you know a big uh, you know a big eighty pound dog or like a big skunk, even a skunk. I mean, come on, you can't start with the skunk. K, I feel like is is uh, you know a veteran of the of the pet having world, and she's like, I'm taking it to the skunk level. Whereas Noah, you know, he's just getting going. He's got he's got to start off with the hamster. Hamsters are super cute, super fun. My sister had one all throughout high school. I just have to let you know they are slightly nocturnal creatures, so don't get oh. a squeaky wheel. Spend the extra cash <laughs> and get don't like get a garage sale wheel. Get a wheel with no squeak, and also know that if you have a teddy bear hamster, you got to give it haircuts once in a while. Otherwise, that hair will grow and get stuck in said uh, garage sale wheel that you cheaply bought. <laughs> oh, whoa, no. Oh my gosh! And then you got to sniff it out, and it's all cool, right? Wheel, it's just a haircut, trouble. right? That's right. It's the tiny, God, there's tiny so scissors there's so haircut. Cute. Yeah, adorable. You gotta love that. And yeah, just just learning how to take care of an animal. So that's uh, that's a good one right there. Shout out to Centerville, Ohio, for calling in, representing on today's podcast. Thank Centerville, you guys. not in the center. Hi, Kiki Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle. I'm from. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And if I had to have any pet in the world, it would be a unicorn because I love them. And I do have a pretty cool pet already. My dog, Willow. Okay. Bye. Oh, Annabelle with the unicorn. I didn't, uh, I didn't even. Oops, I didn't even put those together, but check it out, Brian. Let's let's uh, let's play our next caller here because she agrees with Annabelle. Okay, you know? I am my dad, Iowa. Say what animal you want. Unicorn. And how come? Why? Because they want unicorn. All right, Margaret and Annabelle both 
Looking for that unicorn, Brian. Why do I want a unicorn? Because, Dad. Seriously, stop. Because it's a unicorn. What else do you want from me? Yeah, what else do you want? It's, it's a mythical thing creature world. that I have in my house. What? A- What's up, yes. Annabelle? What's up, <laughs> Margaret? What's happening? Yeah, the the unicorn girls are in the house. Annabelle. Okay, going back to a later pod, I did mm-hmm. ask Annabelle. I want to see the stuffed animal collection, and Annabelle's mom. Uh, sent us on Instagram a picture of said uh, stuffed animal collection, and it is uh, there's a lot. There's a sizable, lot. sizable collection. It's a si- it's a sizable collection. There's some there's some real gems in there. So Annabelle, good job. Keep that thing going. Okay. Yeah. Keep those stuffies. Keep those stuffies happening. That's right. Unicorns, That's right. Neil. Unicorns, a topic we know a lot about, especially since we put out a song about unicorns and we talk to people a lot about unicorns. All right, this song I'm certain that we released. You, this is real. We did this release one, the unicorn song. The song and unicorns are real, everybody. So yeah, I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that at least one person and we got two to say that they like the unicorns. And that's uh, you know I figured we'd get there eventually. You know we did do a you know a, a mythical animal episode, but that was I think more about like what we, what your favorite would be. Whereas this is having it as a pet again, very functional. A lot of people you know unicorns. I guess it depends on which unicorn you're going to get. I think a lot of them can fly maybe some of them can't i'm not really sure but you know you'd be flying around on this thing transportation um plus you know i think it would be something of a um you know i'm gonna gonna reference uh you know disney's turning red uh which i just which i just watched i did watch a a new disney film i still need to catch up on some other ones but i I could see it sort of being a thing where you could maybe uh you know have a have a little like oh come come see the unicorn charge five dollars to come get in you know i feel like it could be uh five bucks come on you could could do six yeah then we can talk about the numbers but uh you know, I think there would be a lot of interest in the city, in your neighborhood, with your friends and stuff. If, if you had a unicorn, I mean, that is that's next level. So I think you'd be a very popular person if you uh, were able to acquire one as a pet. That'd be it'd be lu- luxurious. Hey, now we always play the unicorn song when we go to Scotland to play shows, but is that because they just like like mythical creatures up there because like actually is like a national symbol. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't really remember why because because yeah, it's like oh, you'd think uh, the Loch Ness monster is the thing up there, but apparently they also are very into unicorns. Maybe there was a another sighting up there. I just think the the fine people of Scotland are uh, just very suggestible when it comes to uh, magical creatures, Brian. I think they just like that kind of thing. And uh, a person, uh, a person by say person, I mean probably like a five year old we met. At the Boston <laughs> show, was wearing like a little like pink shirt that had a bunch of little unicorn Pegasuses on it. Ooh, Pegasi? Pegasi? I would just say multiple. Yeah. Pegasuses. Pegasuses. Um, and I was like, whoa, we just talked about that. Like, what do you call a Pegasus with a unicorn horn? And I don't know. But I mean, I basically what I was trying to say was um, when you think about a unicorn, Annabelle and Margaret, does it have wings or not? And does mm-hmm. that matter to you? Yeah, because usually if it's got the wings, that would that puts it in the Pegasus category, um, I think. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to put this article in the show notes, but uh, the unicorn is uh, Scotland's national animal, Brian. Whoa! And uh, there's, a, there's a whole article about explaining why this is the case. It says, in Scotland, we're known for our love of legends, from ghosts and witches to giant water monsters. But how did the magical unicorn become our national animal? 
thing. You have to, you have to read the link to, to find out. Oh, this is the thing I was going to say. So I have this little Sesame Street animal book that I read my kids all the time. And when it gets to you, they go like, it's like Grover saying like, this is a unicorn because this is the only animal with a U or something like that. And they do like, and for X, they do a Xenops, which like is a frog and a bird. But then when you Whoa. were over at my house like two weeks ago talking with Gus <laughs> and you were like thinking of an animal that spells to every letter of his name, you uh-huh. said urchin for you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Sesame Street, come on, get it together. You could have had a super cool like spiky being like in your book. I know. It's a Urchin's very Urchin's so cool. It's very unique. Unique sea creature right there. Maybe because it's like a sea urchin, it doesn't actually start as you, but I don't know. I feel like oh, you count. That could be. That That's could. just a technicality. I feel like unicorn is more disqualified, <laughs> right? Like, let's get urchin in there. You know, let's uh, let's let's go that way with it. Or I mean, there's probably other you animals out there. You know, there's got to so, be. There's got to be. Right, Annabelle, well, Annabelle, say hey to your dog Willow. Margaret, thanks for calling in. Peace. Yeah, appreciate you. One more. Hello, this is Sam from Washington. If I could have any pet, I would say a raccoon because they do remind me of myself. Um, they're very fluffy and quite adorable. And I think I would name mine Little Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Sam, Sam, raccoon. Sam with the raccoon in the house. That Little is, Jerry uh... Seinfeld. <laughs> LJS. Like, I know that is um, that is that's an amazing name. I mean, must be a fan of the show. I can only assume, you know, <laughs> Sam uh, Sam from Washington um, here. That you know, we also have Samantha in the show, Brian. So don't get confused with Samantha. That was uh, we both we have Sam and Samantha here listening to the program. I think raccoon is a great one, especially if you can get the raccoon on your side, because just like you know, Buddy the Elf and Elf. Like raccoons do look adorable until they show those fangs and they get up in your grill. <laughs> yeah, raccoons are are pretty cute, and yeah, I like I like that. This is also kind of in the skunk kind of vein, I think a little bit. Obviously, the skunk has the has the stink, has the you know a little bit more of a disagreeable kind of. Uh, you know, uh, presence, but raccoon is in the same kind of realm of like, oh, this is like a woodland animal that you see like rummaging through your f- garbage or whatever, or you see him as roadkill more often or something like that. But it's like, yeah, raccoons are adorable. We love Rocket, Rocket Raccoon from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's hilarious, um, you know, with that with that New York accent or whatever. And uh, I think he kind of can show us what uh, what you know that we can live in harmony with. Uh, uh, with raccoons uh, side by side, and yeah, they are adorable. Uh, my dog kind of looks like a raccoon. Has like the she kind of does look like a same raccoon. coloring and like spots over her eyes and stuff like that. So yeah, some dogs can look raccoon like, and uh, yeah, I can, I can definitely see this. I can definitely see this uh, being uh, being an enjoyable um, you know partnership between uh, man and raccoon living in your house. They don't have to go through your garbage. You're going to feed them. You're going to feed them their own food. So no, they go through the garbage regardless. <laughs> you, you know, not- it's like a dog that no matter how much you feed them they'll rummage it's just in there it's in their body don't you think yeah you're right you can't uh you can't teach a new raccoon new tricks i like i like the idea of naming naming animals after like giant celebrities but putting a little twist on it you know yeah 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 that is that is fun first and last name in there you know not just jerry uh, you got to go full, full first and last name with it. So good idea there, Sam. I like that. And, uh, yeah, raccoons 
I, I dig it. I'm with it. I like a. I like a bigger. We've had a lot of kind of bigger rodents here. I don't know if a raccoon is a rodent. I think it probably is. Yeah. Nobody um, said like black bear or something. They're going right for like skunk. Yeah. Most people just pick fluffy things, even if they stink, like the skunk, the capybara. You know. We had the <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. You know. So yeah, it was a good mix in here for sure. Though we had some mythical animals. We had, you know, we had Gabe went with the water. Um, you know, we went some different uh, directions here, so I appreciate that. But yeah, no Neil, one really chose I... something too big, other than the elephant and the and the manatee. Maybe Gabe was about to say blue whale, but that would be <laughs> he almost went biggest. <laughs> yeah, almost went to the biggest. Okay, so my neighbor, like growing up, there was this uh, Marcy and Norm. They were uh, they were like the the most loving neighbors like you could have as youth. You know, two old people. You know, mm-hmm. bringing cookies, all that kind of stuff over. Great but he was like a tinkerer. He was like an inventor. And the, he had old school trash cans that he would keep out that he refused to put inside of his of his garage. But <laughs> raccoons would like come and like knock the lids off like comical, like great outdoors John Candy style, right? So he Classic. built he took chicken he wrapped them in chicken wire and hooked them up to a car battery. So that it would zap <laughs> the raccoons. But it just Started his garage on fire like oh. one night. Like, <laughs> not Norm and Mercy, Harold and Mercy. Anyways, okay, they were great. Okay. But um, that's all. That's all I remember about raccoons. Every time somebody says raccoons, I just think about those like electric garbage cans. Oh my gosh, a DIY like uh, you know, like 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 fence, like electric fence or something. <laughs> I bet the I bet the raccoon just like swatted at it enough so it like lit the gar it made the garbage can so hot which like started everything inside of it on fire and the raccoon just sits back and just laughs just laughs yeah the raccoons always win in the end they always get you sooner you learn that the better all right that Uh, made no sense to sam's question but sam thanks for calling in and talking about little jerry seinfeld well, Jerry Seinfeld. All right, that's our callers for this episode of Banter Buddies. Shout out to everyone who called in. Uh, next time, next episode of Banter Buddies in two weeks, we want to talk about karaoke, singing. We want to know what uh, what is your karaoke song and why. Everybody's got like at least a couple songs. We feel like that, uh, you know, like go tos. Your, uh, you know, the songs that uh, are your favorites when you get into the bar and you need to sing. So we want to know what those are for you. And um, please call us, 612-424-0036. And if you're a younger person who maybe hasn't been to an official karaoke situation, you know, you can karaoke in a car. You can karaoke in the shower. You can karaoke just about anywhere. What do you like to sing along to, right? I feel like we can loosen it up that way if uh, you've actually never been to a karaoke establishment where that's the whole reason of everybody being there. Uh, you can fudge it a little bit and just let us know, you know, what you like to uh, sing. What song comes on? You just got to sing along to it as loud as you can. Neil, can you give me a sneak peek of uh, a song that's in your top five? Mm, let me see. Uh, you know, I got a lot of, uh, you know, I'll sing. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, start with this one. <clears throat> Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Neil, that's who you're named after. Something, something feels so good. Yeah, I'm named after Neil Diamond. My sister's name is Caroline. Might be a thing. I don't know. That was just. Oh, I didn't even put that together. 
Yeah, it's for a different reason. And that was like our great grandmother's name. So it's just a coincidence. That's how it goes. But yeah, we want to talk about karaoke. So call us and um, you can be on the next show. You can be on the next Banner Buddies. Oh my gosh. Uh, fantastic. Please call us 612-424-0036. And up next is recommendations. All right, we're recommending things to you. I'm going to get us started off here. I like snacks. I like um, I like things, uh, especially these days. You know, we're flying pretty much every weekend. I like a prepackaged snack that I can uh, take on the road, and it will fill me up nicely. And, hey, we all know about Cliff Bars. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, uh, you know, it's probably like my favorite. Like, uh, I don't know if you would even call it a granola bar. It's like an oat bar. It's a snack bar. Um, but. There has been a flavor of granola bar, of Cliff Bar, excuse me, that I've really been enjoying that I want to let you all know about. There is a sub-brand of Cliff Bar. It's called the Coffee Collection. That's right. You can get caffeine in a, in a bar form. And uh, I really like the dark chocolate mocha flavor, you guys. you got to go check this out. It says it has one shot of caffeine in it. I am not here to tell you that this is actually... Um, you know, I can't say that it's really given me the end that, uh, you know, that, that, that caffeine boost. It's not really like drinking a cup of coffee, but it's just a tasty bar. It's just a tasty snack. I just like it a lot. So, um, you know, I feel like the, the chocolate chip, you get that everywhere. There's like a main cliff bar, but you go deeper and there's like 20 other flavors and they got three of them that are coffee flavors. There's dark chocolate mocha, there's vanilla almond latte, and there's caramel macchiato. I've only tried the dark chocolate mocha one. I really should branch out to some of those others, but you know, I like coffee a lot and, uh, this is a way to eat your coffee as well as drink it, I guess. So, uh, next time you're at Target or wherever you get your cliff bars, Check out the check out the Cliff Energy Bar, the dark chocolate mocha. A little, a little something different for you when you're eating your, your snack bar this time around. So a little snack recommendation from me to you. There you go. Brian, you like Cliff Bars? Brian, you um, like Cliff Bars? Um I I like them. I guess I don't go for them all the, the little you are more granola bar y yeah. than I am. But yeah, uh, I like breakfast I like breakfast bars, I like cereal bars, I like all I like this category a lot. Yes, yeah, totally. I like. It. I guess I always just get the peanut butter RX bar. You know what I mean? Because if like mm-hmm. you, you're like going to be late on a meal or something like that, that will just kind of like that'll settle it. Yes. And there's no extra like junk in it. You know. That's what this is about. It's about yeah. This category is about like tiding you over before the next thing or or a quick on the go type. Uh, yeah, get your get your belly filled up a little bit. Um, all right, Brian, what do you, uh, what are you recommending to the folks today? What am I recommending that, uh, that's a great, that's a great question. Yeah. It can be anything I, in the world. I mean, just, just think about the things you like and, and then, uh, tell people about it. I got to think about a new recommendation every week. You guys, mm. it's, um, I got to do more new stuff, but I'm recommending <laughs> something in the vein of animals, world oh, animals. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the world wildlife foundation is um it's something it's something that i donate to because i care about animals and i care about uh the world and the earth but you can do that by getting like super cute little plushies you know so they have these um they have this little mailer that goes out before the holiday season that stays in my house just like we were talking on an earlier podcast about the toys r us thing <laughs> stays like for six months in our house like it's totally like Read so many times it's destroyed. They have oh, it's like, like a catalog. 
as a catalog. Yeah, and you can get like very like it's not like just like get an elephant and a bear and a dog. It's like you can get like a fennec fox or something like super wild. Oh. So I would say um, I, that's my recommendation is to donate to um, donate to something. That will help out some animals. You know what I mean? If you're going to go to a zoo, go to a conservation zoo where, like, they they do a lot of, like, help for animals out in the wild and restoration and stuff like that. But if you, um, world, you know, WWF gifts is what I'd recommend you try there it you out. Go. And then you can get a little thing. You can get a little uh, a little cute little plushy present. You can get a little sea turtle, you know what I mean, for somebody next, you know, instead of getting something off Amazon. So that's what I got. What do you think? Is that okay? Recommendation? Like a little, like... Donation I plug. I love it. You got to do it. I mean, that's the thing is like talking about like, yeah, all the animals, obviously, but then like going to the zoos and stuff. And it's like, oh, it's kind of, you know, if, if you're feeling weird about the zoo, it's like a lot of the zoos, you know, they are, you know, they're either raising money themselves or giving back money. But it's also they are. I feel like a lot of it is like they are hoping to inspire folks by seeing the animals and learning about them more to then be able to turn around and give money and give, or at least be thinking about or learning about conservation efforts and stuff like that. So, you know, I feel like this is a good way to, uh, you know, you're enjoying, you're enjoying the animals, at the zoo. It's like, all right, give, give a little donation as well to uh, something like that, the world wildlife fund. Yeah. Check out. Yeah. Conservation zoos. And if I'm going to recommend two, two plush that you should get, you should either get the wombat or the quokka. They're like the cutest. They look so like little tiny this is like if you fuzz give balls. money to the World Wildlife Funda- um, Foundation, they send you a little gift. They send you a little a little guy. Yeah, or yeah, you kind of like you buy you like pick the plush you want. You know, I mean, you could get socks or something like that. You know, it's like donating to NPR and stuff like that. So yeah, pick a gift. You pick it, Neil. I'm getting you. I'm gonna get you narwhal. I'll yes. get you narwhal for. Your birthday. That sounds amazing. I love all that. All right. Well, the theme continues. We're going to uh, play a game right now. It's called Name That Tune, and I uh, chose. I tried to go with pet songs, but no, nah, that didn't really work that well. I guess other than the the Beach Boys pet pet sounds. sounds, yeah. But no, these are these are animal songs, more broadly defined. But um, yeah, they all have an animal in the name of the song and you're gonna have to guess brian i know i've been pledging to make this harder i think there's sort of some well-known songs but i'm trying to take a small clip so you could play you... the beach boys pet sound song and i couldn't <laughs> tell you what it is you, you wouldn't know i wouldn't know uh, i wouldn't know all right, all right so there's can... names of animals in the song but it's not the song title uh that's kind of the same yeah no it's it's okay, I get it, title. I get it, I get it. Yep. yep. All right, here we go, number one. Well, oh, quickie, quickie, quickie. Let's try it one more time. Well, All right, Brian, name that tune. That is Elvis Presley, Hound Dog. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. You know that fill in there, that drum fill. I tried to stump you, but that's the most well-known one. You're, not, you're probably not going to go four for four here, Brian. Good. That's but, what I uh, want. That's what I okay. want. All Kristen right, but, from Alaska will be, you know, <laughs> she sent me the game Hurdle. Oh, and yeah. I, I've gotten stumped a lot since the first time I played it. So it's good. All right. Number two, tune two. Oh, we got some soaring vocals one more time here. Okay. 
All right, Brian. Do you know Tom Jones, Pussycat? What's up, Pussycat? Yeah, close enough. What's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? (laughs) Tom Jones. Tom Jones. He's been on a lot. He he must have put out a book or something like that. He's been on a lot of podcasts in the past like couple months. He is a great guest. What a voice too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, most most people these days yeah think about you know uh, you know Fresh Prince of Bel Air and <laughs> Carlton, you know, it ain't, uh, not unusual is uh, the Tom Jones song that Carlton dances to. And not <laughs> unusual to be loved by anyone. Tom Jones. Oh, that's how Brian sounds when he sings. He sings like Tom Jones. I wish. Belting it out. Voice of an angel. (laughs) All right, good one. You're two for two. Let's see if we get this one. Number three. Okay, one more time. All right, Brian, name that tune. All right, it's a Prince song. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. What it's, got, it's got animal. It's got animal What's in there. What's the name of that song? Yeah. Oh, when doves cry. Hey, Prince, when doves cry. There you go. Also, um, fun fact: that is uh, the song that uh, the Timberwolves play before tip-off. Really? Right before tip-off, right before the first tip. Well, because it starts with that, that gnarly like guitar solo riff thing, right? You know what I mean? Like it starts with him. Like noodling on the guitar, electric guitar uh, style thing. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dun, dun, got to. yeah so uh, it really it works, and it's just at this point it's more of just like a you know kind of a classic. Like, oh yeah, the wolves do this. So there yeah, I remember our old band book reader covered a Prince song for oh. Ballad Bands, and I'm I hope that there is no video or audio <laughs> evidence of that because I which can't song was it? Which song was it? Is Let's Go Crazy? Yeah, I think we did Let's Go Crazy. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Had to do it, Minnesota Pride. All right, well, last we did one it because Steve could play it on the guitar. You know what I mean. So <laughs> if you got that, if you, you got, got the good guitar it. player, everything else doesn't matter. All right, I failed to stump you so far, but maybe this one will. Last one, number four. Okay. All right. One more. One more. Okay, Brian. All right, that's Boy George singing. So it's going to be Culture Club, Come a Chameleon. That's right. Karma Chameleon, Culture Club, failed to stump you. Chameleon in the name there. No one no one really picked a chameleon or like a lizard thing. Um, but chameleon could be a Come pet. a, come a, come a, come a, chameleon. Come a chameleon, you guys. I should Brian's listen to that band more. Yeah, they have, um, I forget what their other song was when I was searching them. They have another big hit. I was like, oh, yeah, that's them. So, yeah, in the 80s, they got some They got some jams in there. And um, These were great ones, Neil. Okay, well, it's hard. I got to keep it, you know, it can't be, uh, can't be, you know, rare songs. I just try to make it kind of bigger songs, but then short clips. But you got them all. You're, uh, you you know your music, you know your you songs. You should do just, like, the tiniest blips like, like it's so tight, I can't even. That's what I do with the coup songs when we when I tried to. <laughs> like it was... is a note. You got to do. We got to do one note, yeah. and I have to like register it from like the sonicness of it. Uh huh. Just the tone of this guitar. What is it? Um, so yeah, there you go. That's the game. But uh, before we go, we have one more segment. It's called New with Coup. 
All right, we got to let you know what's up with us recently. Brian and I have been playing shows on the East Coast. A couple weeks ago, we were in Philly and New York and Boston. So we're wrapping up the Slow Clap Tour, playing a few more Midwest shows. Um, We got two left, Neil. They're both sold out. Oh, my gosh. Coming to the Midwest, that will be fun. And uh, rounding into summer here. So we will... uh, Hopefully be playing outdoors uh, in your neck of the woods. I don't know. We've got a lot of stuff going on uh, in the Midwest, on the East Coast and stuff like that. Couple, we got West um, Coast. We got East Coast. We got Midwest. Maybe not Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Bring us out, a, guys. That's a if long way up there. If your town has like a little tiny fair and they have a kid's day, you tell that booking agent, you say, hey, you should bring in Cuckoo Kangaroo because you know what? We'll come. Bring them in, bring them in, bring them um, out, bring them out. So yeah, I am. Uh, I'm headed to Orlando to participate in the, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Everybody, oh boy, aka the Star Wars Hotel. So uh, my brother and I will be doing that here coming up. So personally, I'm very excited about you know that. Anytime you get to go to Disney parks or any theme parks, a great time. But this is uh, the latest and greatest from Walt Disney Imagineering and uh, a new kind of for a new foray into like a okay what if uh, what if the theming didn't stop like the entire time what if you slept in the story so um, really excited about just that concept and I'm a big Star Wars fan so I am very excited about that and um, Brian you're gonna hold it down here in Minnesota Neil you're leaving me there. all alone in Minnesota I know what's I'm gonna happen what do you <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do? You going well. I'll I'll bring back some warm weather. We're still struggling here in Minnesota to get out of get into some springtime vibes. You know, we got some like chilly like uh, late <laughs> late April days happening right now. I was talking to the parents at preschool drop off this morning, and they were like, "I normally don't talk about weather or make any comments <laughs> on it whatsoever, but oh my gosh, this weather!" And I was I was telling them I was like, "I work the front desk at a YMCA." for three years in minnesota and that's all you talk about is weather (laughs) and i was like the people at the front desk right now i feel for those people working behind the desk at like a workout club because for whatever eight hours a day they're just being like so how about this spring and then you have to be like you're right jerry how about this spring now leave (laughs) because i'm gonna throw something at you get out of here jerry get out of here so yeah that's happening um neil you're gonna have so much fun do you feel like in high school, you doing three days of a roller coaster and sleeping on the roller coaster prepared you for this moment. Wow, I never thought about that, but yes, I am. I am very uh, ready for something like this, where yeah, I'm, I am inside the the, the the property. I'm inside the gates of the theme park overnight, enjoying it. So yeah, that's a good point. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna get uh, gonna get into it. Got some costumes. Um, got a got a name, and uh, my brother and I are going, so we're going to be brothers in the story as well. And I'm just excited to see next how pod. It goes. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have like a shorty pod, and then we're gonna talk all about this. I'm gonna ask a lot of like leading questions so that we can explain it all. Yeah, we'll we'll debrief and uh, talk all about this. Uh, so there you go. Thanks everybody called in today. Banter buddies, uh, episode 37 is complete. Thanks for calling in about pets. We love pets. Um, but next episode, please call us again. Even if you called this week, you can call in again. Uh, 612-424-0036. What is your karaoke song and why? Uh, call us, and you could be on the show. We'll talk karaoke. 
it'll be a good time and uh yeah we uh we love doing banter buddies we're gonna keep it going it's fun to talk to y'all yeah some people have been coming out to the show saying oh yeah listen to banter buddies that's been nice Right, Brian. To hear, hear people like say that they listen to the show. That's 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 nice. It's lovely. It's like the inside baseball of a band that already is super inside baseball. <laughs> that's right. If and then the- you come to a show and reference like you're coming to a show, which I feel like most people who even know about our band don't even know that we like are not CGI. So like to come to a show is inside baseball, and then to reference the podcast that most people who come to the show don't even know about, and then that you actually listen to it. Like you're triple layering, so yeah. Give yourself like a couple gold stars. It's layers for sure. Lots of people like to say, "Oh, this is this." Uh, hey, I'm your biggest fan, and then what we immediately reply with, "Oh, what what episode of Banter Buddies is your favorite?" Um, that's the really <laughs> that's the really badge of honor if you're a and Banter they go, Buddies huh? listener. I just listened huh? to Milkshake. <laughs> exactly. So no, we know the Banter Buddies listeners. They're they're the ones going deep. But if you so, listen to Banter Buddies, and this is at the end of the podcast, you know, of our you know twelve. No if you three. listen to Banter Buddies, you would never say I'm your biggest fan because you just already know that you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not you're not that kind of. You don't have to you self-proclaim. Know, you don't have to say it. Yeah, that's that's it. That's how we. That's how you're we just do Wendy. It. You're just Wendy. Mm, I don't know who that is. Um, a, all myth, right. a myth. A, a myth. myth and a legend in the world. All right, that does it for Banter Buddies. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Talk Neil, to you next I time won't for- see you. Have fun, in, have fun on your space adventure. Okay, I'll have the best time, and I'll call you from space. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.